0: which now earns 5% annual percentage yield. Making your money work as hard as you do? That's how you business differently. Learn more about QuickBooks Money at quickbooks.com slash 5APY. Banking services provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Only funds and envelopes earn APY. APY can change at any time.
1: From Silicon Valley to Wall Street, the promise and perils of artificial intelligence are playing out on the world stage. But what will the next phase of AI adoption look like More details and just a few tickets left at Bloomberg.com slash TechSF.
2: This is Bloomberg Law with June Grosso from Bloomberg Radio.
3: The Supreme Court seems primed to rule against Boston for refusing to allow an organization to fly a Christian flag in front of City Hall. Justices across the ideological spectrum suggested that Boston had created a public forum rather than conveying government speech. Here are Justices Samuel Alito and Elena Kagan.
4: When you say anybody can speak by putting up a flag, with these few exceptions, it, are you not creating a forum for private speech rather than speaking on uh, speaking your own mind? A program that basically now
3: says, and 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 previously, we welcome all comers except for the most reprehensible discriminatory speech and religious speech. That's what this program is. And why should we understand that to be government speech, to say everything's good except religion? And several of the justices pointed out that it would be easy for the city to avoid having to fly any and all flags by exercising more control over the process. Here's Justice Amy Coney Barrett.
1: The city of Boston sits down, asks what's going to be expressed, and says, yes, this is an idea that Boston can get behind. And a government official participates in the flag raising, participates in the ceremony, communicating that, yes, Boston is happy to celebrate and communicate, Pride in um, Juneteenth, but no, Boston is not going to participate in a flag
3: raising for the Proud Boys. My guest is First Amendment expert Eugene Volick, a professor at UCLA Law School. Eugene, what's the central issue here? So, the
2: city of Boston has uh, flagpoles. As is usual with city flagpoles, it usually flies government flags, American flag, state flag, uh, city flag. But sometimes the city allows people to put up their own flags. It's usually flags of foreign countries, and the city says that's because it's a way of recognizing the national origin of the many people who live in Boston from all over the world. But sometimes it's also flags related to events, commemorations, let's say, and the like, Uh, and also occasionally, for example, a pride flag, gay pride flag was hoisted as well. So uh, the question that the court is facing is, Does it have to, at that point, accept really all proposed flags on the theory that it's created a limited public forum where it can't exclude flags, for example, because they're religious? The particular claimant here wanted to put up a Christian flag. Or whether there's no public forum, and this is all government speech, even when the government puts up other people's flags, it's endorsing them, and then it gets to pick and choose, and it could say, you know... We don't want to endorse a uh, Christian flag. We don't want to endorse some other flag and the like. Occasionally, we might fly some flag, you know, maybe in honor of a visiting dignitary or uh, to mark some, uh, some important event or whatever else. But it's up to us to decide that. Just like when we decide whether to accept a monument for placing in a park. There had been a precedent on the subject from uh, some years ago. Uh, we they can choose and we say, you know, some monuments we don't want, other monuments we do want. So everybody agrees the city could do that. The question is whether the city did do that here or whether it took such a laissez-faire attitude like we put up pretty much everything, apparently that never rejected some other flag before, that it shows that between that and the way that it framed its policies, it shows that it deliberately opened up a limited public forum. So I think the decision is going to end up not saying much about what can be allowed with regard to cities and flags and more about just how the particular details of the city's decision should be interpreted as a legal matter.
3: The city argues that flying this flag would amount to a government endorsement of religion. And, you know, when people look at those flagpoles, they assume that that's the city of Boston. They don't assume that the third pole is a separate organization, has nothing to do with the city.
2: Well, there are two answers to that. One is, that this question of government endorsement ties in very directly to this broader question that I mentioned, which is, is this a limited public forum or is this government speech? Because the Supreme Court has made clear that in a limited public forum, religious speakers are equally free to participate, in part because the very fact that this is a public forum open uh, to all viewpoints means the government isn't endorsing The government doesn't endorse any particular view uh, when it merely complies with its obligation of viewpoint neutrality. On the other hand, if this is seen as government speech, then yes, by definition, when the government says something, it's presumably endorsing it in at least some measure, and therefore should be entitled to say, well, we don't want to endorse religion here. Now, let me also suggest, though, that I think that as a factual matter, and this is not something that came up in the arguments much, but I I think it's... walking by these flagpoles and he sees this flag with a star and crescent and he knows and, and color green, he knows those are Muslim symbols. So he says, Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Muslim nation, so it does use, like many Muslim nations, Islamic symbolism. So presumably the person would then call up the city, if he's really upset by it, and say, how dare you endorse Islam? And I think the city would say, no, 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 that's the flag of Pakistan. We're not endorsing Islam, we're just showing respect to people in Boston who are from Pakistan. Likewise, I think if somebody sees a Christian flag flying, first of all, they might say, wait a minute, that might be the flag of some country, if they know of this practice, because some some countries' flags, uh, uh, many countries' flags, do indeed have crosses on them um, uh, because, those con- because of the Christian history of those countries. Um, uh, but if the person sort of says, no, 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 I know that's not a country flag. So he calls up the city and the city says, uh, uh, says oh, well, well, no, no, this is a limited public forum. We're not endorsing it. We just have to accept it, see the Supreme Court decision. Uh, so one way or the other, I expect most people, Looking at those flags wouldn't, wouldn't pay much attention to them. To the extent they do, they would probably assume it's some foreign country's flag. They just don't happen to know it. And if they don't think of that, then if they do call up the city, which I think would be the reasonable thing to do if you think there's some, uh, something, something bad afoot there, then they'll be, it'll be explained to them what's going on, uh, that this isn't the city's endorsement of the religious message. So I think it's a practical matter. This concern about endorsement is overstated. But as a legal matter, it maps very closely on this question of whether it's a limited public forum or government speech. And if it's government speech, then the government is entitled to avoid flying something in order to avoid endorsing it. Whereas if
0: it's a limited public forum, it's a different matter. You know success when you see it. Or you think you do. The people in the spotlight. Athletes, actors, artists. But what about the people behind the scenes? You know, the ones who make it all happen.
4: dot com.
2: Stiefel Nicholas and Company Incorporated, member SIPC and NYSE.
3: What do you think the decision will be? Will it be a unanimous decision? You know, it's really hard to tell. I hate making predictions about that. I don't think
2: there's anything really clear from oral argument as to how the justices will end up interpreting this particular program. Again, I think there's broad acknowledgement on the court's part, not just from oral argument, but from past decisions that if it's a limited public forum, of course, they can't exclude speech-based on viewpoint, or generally speaking, based on its religiosity. There's broad acknowledgement that if it's government speech, then the government gets to pick and choose. The real dispute, if there will be much dispute on the court, will be, how do we classify this particular program? Maybe it'll be split 5-4 or 6-3. Maybe it'll end up being 9-0. Which way exactly it goes, I don't know.
3: So the way the city of Boston has it set up right now, would they have to fly a flag with a swastika on it?
2: If the answer is that the city set up a limited public forum, the answer is definitely. In a limited public forum, the city can't discriminate based on viewpoint. It can't discriminate against pro-Nazi views. It can't discriminate against pro-Communist views. It can't discriminate against pro-jihadist views. So if the city set up this limited public forum, then in that case, yes, it would have to fly the flag, which again suggests that if Creation of a limited public forum, then from now on, all cities, including, I would imagine, especially Boston, will say, we're going to try very, very hard to avoid creating this limited public forum. We're either going to abandon the practice of flying other people's flags, or at least make sure it's sharply, sharply limited, whether in the formal rules, or if it's set up in kind of the discretionary nature of the decision-making process where they routinely say, look, you know, I'm sorry, we, we don't want your flag.
3: What do you think the decision will be? Will it be a unanimous decision?
2: You know, it's really hard to I hate making predictions about that. I don't think there's anything really clear from oral argument as to how the justices will end up interpreting this particular program. Again, I think there's broad acknowledgement on the court's part, not just from oral argument, but from past decisions that if it's a limited public forum, of course they can't exclude speech-based on viewpoint or, generally speaking, based on its religiosity. There's broad acknowledgement that if it's government speech, then the government gets to pick and choose. The real dispute, if there will be much dispute on the court, will be how do we classify this particular program. Maybe it'll be split 5-4 or 6-3. Maybe it'll end up being 9-0. Which way exactly it goes, I don't know. And I'm not sure it matters that terribly much. Because again, one way or the other, I think there'll be plenty of room for cities going forward to set up the flagpole programs, if they have any such, in a way that allows them to pick and choose. That's exactly what they will do. And I doubt there will be a lot of precedential significance either, just because, again, I think it'll turn on the very peculiar details of this particular
3: program. In past cases, has the court drawn a clear line between government speech and private speech? Not a super
2: clear line by any means. There is some gray, and the clearest example of that is the Sons of Confederate Veterans license plate design case, where the court split sharply, split 5-4 on the question, and uh, maybe got it wrong. It concluded that a program where the state of Texas allowed hundreds of designs for license plates that could be submitted by various groups. That was still government speech because traditions of license plate designs were set up by the government and because then public perceptions based on that tradition and because it exercised some control over those designs. So that was a closed case. But there are other cases which weren't closed at all. So, for example, the government uh, was trying to prohibit derogatory trademarks. Metal v. Tam that was the case involving a band called the Slants government said, well, that's a racially derogatory term. And the court unanimously said, well, this isn't government speech. This is the government promoting private speech in the form of private trademarks, and therefore it can't discriminate based on viewpoint. That was unanimous. Likewise, in the Sumun case, the so one involving monuments, the court nearly unanimously said, Yeah, when the city is deciding which monuments to accept for a public park, Clear things on both sides of the line. And then, of course, occasionally, with most lines, you get some gray areas right next to it, but not a vast amount
3: of gray Thanks, Eugene. That's Eugene Vollock of UCLA Law School. And that's it for this edition of the Bloomberg Law Show. I'm June Grosso, and you're listening to Bloomberg. From
1: Silicon Valley to Wall Street, the promise and perils of artificial intelligence are playing out on the world stage. But what will the next phase of AI adoption look like?